1: Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. I'm Chris Honeywell, and I'm here with the rest of the crew. Um, We've got the other Chris here, Christopher Tyler, the hair metal hero
2: told you comic books was bad for you
1: and we got them jack and eddie boys which consists of two jack and eddie boys the first one being luke i wish i had a prescription for whatever it is you're on (laughs) and the second one is jason kids always (laughs)
2: disappoint. yes thankfully nobody used it's a boy (laughs) Uh, i i I was waiting (laughs)
3: And I know. If you know,
1: ha- uh, haven't figured yeah. it out yet, which you probably have because you probably looked at the title of the podcast you're listening to. We are talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street 5. <laughs> maybe they. Hey, you Dude, don't
3: know They're China. just going blind. They're like, I'm
1: just going in blind. I'm not looking at the titles. Maybe, I'm
4: just hey, doing it. Hey, maybe they got it on shuffle.
1: Yes. Yeah,
3: That's true. true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great. Yeah. So now we're out of order. <laughs> oh, <bitch>. uh. <laughs> it's blood. Uh. Son of a bitch. It's blood. Son of a bitch. All I know is when uh, I, I, I watched this, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, and then I watched it again this morning um, while I was working on a few pieces, uh, um, getting stuff ready and so whatever. And Haley's there with me, and Haley's, you know, having her little candy bar and whatever, watching. And, and, and again, she's seen these movies, so it's not like anything. And so the opening, obviously, there's the, there's the sex scene, right? The very beginning and the credits is the sex scene, right? So, so I go, of course, Haley, you walk in when they're doing mommy and daddy stuff. She goes. It's okay, Daddy. I'll just work. And she goes and she's like just not watching it, right? That sex scene right there. And it's obviously uh, Lisa Wilcock, who is uh, Alice. Again, she's returning. But it's not Dan with her in the bed. It's the guy who plays uh, Super Freddy. Oh, geez. They said to him, hey, you want to do a, a, a love scene? He goes, "A Super Freddy? They go, no, <laughs> just as Dan. So he's in the bed because he's way, because Dan, it was shot afterwards. They decided that we do that, it was shot later, and Dan was already gone. So they shot it with him. So he's way bigger than Dan. Yeah. Right? So way Dan bigger. is a skinny He's in good shape, but he's a skinny guy. This other guy's huge. So it just was so funny because Haley's sitting there like, all right, they're doing mommy and daddy stuff. She goes, all right. She just like, is playing with uh, her. Well, she got a new model, she's looking at the model and whatever. She goes, "I go, okay, they're done." She goes, "Oh, great!" And then when he says it's a boy, she goes, "Ugh, this is so funny." She just goes,
4: "Ugh." Yeah, <laughs> well, that's you know what? Um, you know, cynical the, the, <laughs> it's well, you know, the thing is, is that I I want to give I want to give the 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 you know, the various folks involved behind the camera with the Dream Child. You know, I want to give cinematographer Pete Le- uh, Peter Levy. And, uh, you know, director Stephen Hopkins, a lot of credit for filming a love scene to make the human body look so unappealing from every possible angle, because that's all I could think of when I watched it. It's like, yeah, oh it's God, like, this is, it, it just keeps going. It just keeps it's going. It's
3: like David it
1: Lyncher go- and Cronenberg <laughs> collaborated on the intro to this movie. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm, I give I give Hopkins credit. He only had four weeks to shoot this thing I'm just, and four look, weeks I'm, I'm to edit it. I, I <laughs> that. I'm happened?
4: just I'm just saying yeah, I'm I'm just saying it's like you know I was like all right, well uh, I guess that happened. Okay, that was they had sex. We have established this, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, you know, just just like uh, you know uh, Bruce Dickinson said the other night. It's like well, you know, all of our parents had to have sex at least once, right? So
3: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is is that right. So if you have four weeks, because they had the poster and a release date, no script, no director, no nothing. They had all that stuff. Like we got a name for the, let's call it dream child. Yes. Because the producer on it was kind of, she had just had a baby and she's like, well, I was kind of obsessed thinking that my child was the devil because they never slept and whatever, all this stuff. And it's like, as as every parent does, you know, like I don't care if your kid was, I mean, my, my, my daughter was a very good sleeper, and she was never a problem. When she was younger, but at some point you're like, "God, this child is the devil," you know, kind of thing, because she just won't stop crying. Or there's Vicks on every cheese it in the house. Or yeah. there's some things Dave's done, and you're like, "Oh my god!" So, uh, but they had the the the, the poster, which I, I the poster is actually really nice. The the original, the first one sheet for this, yeah. not not the one just the 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 carriage and it says it's a boy, but the one where it's uh um. It's got Freddy in the whole everything else going on. It, it, but it well, looks good. A, well,
4: yeah, I mean, well, it's the, it, the, the, the typical one, the theatrical release one, has got the carriage and the bubble, and he's holding it on his on the claws, yes. and he's right. shushing in the background, the and it painted says Freddy delivers.
2: Nice. The photo one yeah. is crap. Yeah, right, he, right. Yeah.
3: He's drawn one. Yeah. But, I'm saying, but they had all that stuff done, but they had no director, no nothing. I mean, and Stephen Hopkins, and that's maybe not a name people know, he directed Predator 2, which is a really yeah. good movie. That's yes. 1990. You got that afterwards, but. But it's just funny. I mean, think about it. If if you said to somebody, you're gonna shoot a major. I mean, and and I mean, we've talked about this. Nightmare made good money. Nightmare two, (sighs) Nightmare three made really good money. Nightmare four made really good money. So you like this is gonna make a lot of money. But I think they kind of knew, like, well, you don't want to give it too much time. You want to kind of be like raw, get it out there. Or that's what they they tried to sell it as, you know, like, hey, we got that other guy who needed a job. We we had, uh, uh, you know, uh, Harlan come in and make this. Let's have this guy come in and do it. So, and the thing is with Hopkins is that he's uh, a comic book guy, like uh, I mean, he's really into comic books and stuff, and he would draw stuff out for them, and you know a lot of that he was into all that stuff, so he would kind of like so he was doing when they were fixing the script, it wasn't so much him doing rewrites, he was drawing the storyboards and stuff. so that's how a lot of that stuff got accomplished. But this movie, if if nothing else, and again, you may not or may not like you know some of the stuff that happens in here, uh, this movie was the the censors cut the living hell out of this thing so um there's no such thing as an unrated cut of this but just there are just scenes where you're like where you see some of the test footage and you're like this scene was like twice as long and like you know you know if you're only shooting for four weeks and you shoot all these effect shots yeah. and then the sensors cut out half the effect shots you're like good lord you know so yeah i will that, say that this me-
2: re-watching this the first 30 minutes just fine like that's good yeah. stuff the backstory the world building and Dan's death, perfect. After that, as soon as that fucking kid shows up, it's off the fucking rails.
4: Oh yeah, this this falls apart, and it, it's it's disappointing because even even in that first the first half hour, like you said, there are some things that are just so different. Yeah. My note here is like, well, first off, Alice has backslid personality-wise by the start of this film, I guess because now she doesn't have to be the badass. She's kind of slid back into being a little bit more Mostly uh, again. Mousy, and but then it's like, when did Spring Word turn into the town from a bad sex comedy? Which is what I get from yeah. all the scenes at graduation and all that. Yeah. Like, this is really strange. Yeah, because this well, is. think about it. It's like, oh, yay, we made it to graduation. Oh, too bad, half our friends died two years ago.
3: <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying It's like, like how long ago did they die? Like, I mean, the thing is, they're already. I have. I, mean, they're I all have driving. new and better. I have new and
4: better friends now. So yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> right. New and I'm better, saying, race but they're and all driving. So, 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 they're, they're all driving, so they've got to be probably juniors. Right. right? When, 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 when all of their friends die and now she now has a whole new crew of friends who must not not have been her friends in the first one. Cause they're not, and they're not there to help. They're not yeah. at the funeral. They're not there for nothing. So these new kids are like, Hey, we're new friends. Okay. New friends. <laughs> Fuck the old friends. They're dead. Like <laughs> that just drives me. Like,
4: hey man, high school is a very mercenary time, man. You do what you gotta do.
3: <laughs>
4: that is
2: true. Yeah. <laughs> You
1: know. To her credit, the new friends definitely were second tier because they're le- they're just obnoxious right from the beginning. They're, yes, you and know? they all
4: have. It's like you, you watch it's like, oh, that's so gonna be how you die. You know. Yeah, so <laughs>
2: yeah it's yeah. well, that, Avon <laughs> that, especially, and, yeah, and Avon of course no dodges it. Way in hell, she's friends with any of them. There's no well, way maybe in- maybe Mark Mark.
4: I'd be willing to grant because well, yeah, kind it's
2: kind of a because, weirdo, and Dan right, is, I mean, Dan's he, open to everybody, and Alice yeah, is open to everybody. Yeah, everybody. But there's yeah, no Dan way that Yvonne is
4: friends Yvonne with Yvonne Katie, or Greta. The, like the only thing, like I said, you, you, can, you Bretta, can imagine, yeah. like, well, the only thing I could say with with, with, uh, with Yvonne is maybe they had, like, a class together or something like that. Because, you know, that's the thing. we t- I just said high school is, mercen- is very uh, mercantile. High school also does create strange bedfellows. You know, we talked about this way back when we did Trick or Treat. It's like, you know, guy, guys get thrown together because maybe you got, like, one thing in common, and then you end up yeah. that you're, like, way different. You run in different circles, but you're still friends. Because, yeah. like, yo, man, we going to the show Friday? Fuck yes, we're going to the show Friday. That kind of thing, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> But, yes, it's yeah. like, uh, they, I mean, these, these characters almost remind me more of Nightmar- um, uh, Friday the 13th characters than Nightmare on Elm Street characters because yeah. they're yes. so, so broadly tainted. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like well, it was like, oh, you're a swimmer. Okay, I know how you're gonna die. Oh, you like comics. Okay, I know how you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, the thing is, like, like, like Greta, right? I mean, clearly she doesn't like. I mean, that's, Luke, that's exactly what I'm saying. Gre- exactly what you were saying. Greta is probably the worst of that because she is so, uh, like, you know, like her mom wants her to be perfect, and we got to do this, and she's like, ah, oh, gnash my teeth for the paparazzi, like all that crap. I'm like. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that people say and then Jason puts a hatchet through their head, exactly. you know, kind of thing. That's not stuff that Freddie people say like these. These aren't kids who are on the edge. These aren't kids who are having you a know, mental breakdown. These are just shitty characters, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Um, well, and the other uh, thing
4: that's funny is that, I mean, Greta's mom, She's it's like she came in from a different movie. It's yeah. like they were shooting some, some strange, like, teen comedy next door. It's like, oh, this is the set, right? Okay, let's start working, you know.
1: Well, I mean, she's so bad and evil that she doesn't even notice that her daughter's friends are dying, you know? That's not yeah. even an issue with her. It's her, that her daughter's behaving well, you know? So you have, like, this weird thing where all the parents are – are not involved in the death aspect of it, you know, Except for
2: Alice's it's like the dad. teens
1: had noticed that everybody's yeah, dying. Right. The parents are just like, "What? Well, I don't know what these kids are so upset about, you know,
3: <laughs> <Right. Yeah>. except <laughs> Alice's dad who just lived time. through. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. Alice's dad had his son get killed. He even says it'd be good to have, uh, uh um, a little, boy running through the house again. Like, yeah, your son just murdered last year, dude. Like,
2: yeah. you know. They actually gave him a story uh, act, though, which is amazing. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> He well. cleaned himself up, and now he's a good <laughs> dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? He's not but the drunk anymore. He got, he's <laughs> the <laughs> only one who actually has a story act. <laughs> Yeah, and funny. you know what? And he's and he's and he's still a, and
4: he's but he, he's also like you say he's a good he's a good dude because she you know she asks if he's disappointed in her and he says no but don't make a habit of this
2: <laughs> which I thought was great yeah because uh, yeah, he's uh, a, like I should be the last one to judge you know yeah <laughs> so
3: the uh, uh, Greta Greta's death scene um, and she had the fake face on and stuff um, which besides being at least twice as long if not like three times as long. And he just kept feeding her and feeding her and feeding her and stuff. She's in makeup, and this is this is uh this is she um the the actress recounts this story as part of uh, Never Sleep Again. Uh, There they had she wasn't allowed to eat anything with the makeup on because they're like no things will get in there you can't do it whatever, and so she had to like have drinks. She goes screw it I'm hungry, and they had macaroni uh, with marinara right, (laughs) and it got into the it got into the pocket in there. And it just smelled so bad and she felt and she was like, I was getting sick all day long from it. It was just so nasty. So I never ate it, I didn't eat again. And I'm like thinking of <laughs> myself going, Irony? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Irony can be pretty ironic sometimes. Yeah, yes. But uh, Dan's
2: death is is, uh,
3: is great. Like Dan's wish... death is cool. But have you, have you have you ever seen the footage of the no, other stuff I they, still they, they haven't, show
2: I still haven't seen the full version of it. Um, I know it's out okay. there, but that one, like, when you're watching that one, like, this is, like, some H.I. giga shit right here. This shit is awesome. Yeah. And the final makeup and, on him and, at the and, end is great. It's, yeah, it's And the, the and thing the, is, when you
3: see the it's stuff, it's much more, like, the, the pipes and everything going into him. It's got that alien Giger feel. And you're like, okay, like, that, that, I think that's part of the problem. We get a movie that clearly, um, as soon as you know it's been truncated. Um, you know the, the parts that they, you know, they, they they spent a lot of money. They they only had four weeks. They spent a lot of it shooting these scenes. So the other stuff, the filler, the the stuff Luke said, like you know, feels like a you know Friday the Thirteenth movie and comes off with different comic. That stuff was probably shot in a couple of days, and it feels like it was shot in a couple of days. But the stuff where they spent the time and the money, it ain't here. You know, yeah. I, mean, it's, I mean it's not Friday the Thirteenth eight part bad, but where they were clearly everything was cut. But they just started like just. The movie got, like, I feel like it just, the censure board was like, let's just keep ripping it down, ripping it down, ripping yeah, it well, down. That's the so, thing,
2: there's only three deaths in this, and it's like, yeah. so you could tell mm-hmm. that they were probably, they were a lot more elaborate, and it, and that's part of the thing that's disappointing, is when we get them, they're so fast, other than, yeah. I mean, other than Dan's death, it's like, uh, it's really disheartening watching it, and it's and it's. This one is after we get the outside of the Amanda Krueger stuff, which I, I some of it's nice, but I mean even the sets look cheap when they're doing the the flashbacks. There's not a lot to grab onto in this one. Man. No, it's no, like, that's really I'm not. Right. No. Oh, uh, it's, it's so disappointing watching it. But well, I think but, also
3: it makes it more disappointing because we just came off of three and four, and three is again maybe people consider to be the best, maybe the best in the series, but definitely the best sequel. Four has always held a special place with my brother and I because it's the first one we ever saw. But four is still a good sequel, yeah. And then it kind of just really falls flat. Like if this had been like a step above where it was, this might be, you know, eh, it wouldn't be so bad. I mean, you could, you could maybe accept all the Jacob stuff in the in in the in the story if there was more there. If there was not just yeah, you know, like, if
2: you were gonna cut the deaths, then there needed to be more of the actual character stuff. Because, like, I want to like Alice. I don't like her in this one. Like, no. I just, I just don't. She just, it, it's there's just something off about it. Ugh, I don't
3: mm-hmm. know. I just, well, because because we've seen her become a badass, and for her to backslide from that, like, I get it. Like, you know, now she's comfortable and everything's okay. But she's still like, oh, what do I do? Like, what do you do? You you do. You're the only person who's. I mean, you have survived fighting Freddie. You she knows him. what to do and, that's yeah. the
1: thing is she knows what to do
3: but she acts like she doesn't right. you know what I'm saying? like she, yeah that's and that's what the killer part is I mean that's the whole part when Kristen you know when Kristen well it's two different people but you know when Kristen beats Freddie and then pulls Alice in it's because Kristen's gonna die and she has to pass this knowledge on. Alice is not looking to pass this on to anybody. I was like, oh no.
1: And she, but, and she no the also, the, the writing is just careless in yeah. this. It's, and she doesn't yes, take any yes, of their
2: powers. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the other yeah. thing. I mean, any, who none yeah. of them even have any friggin' powers. That's you know. So I mean, it's it's written to just, <laughs> it's written to put her in a place where. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, Mark. Mark can control. draw because we saw Alice
3: draw as he drew the stick figure and put Alice above it. And I, I'm like, oh, I come like on, that. honey,
4: because yeah, because no, it, I know, but
3: but she can't draw, so maybe she would have got gotten Mark's powers to draw. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> well, but and we talk about three and four and the the dream like the dream warrior powers. Mark actually shows off a dream warrior power
2: here. Yeah, he's the only turns one
4: turns into the he's the only one who's smart enough to pull that off. You know, you'd think that you know again. I understand Alice didn't really have a lot to do with that, but she knows that you can control your dream and, you know, create your your own persona in it. She doesn't bother to tell anybody these but things.
2: No, but he does the research, though. He goes back and looks up right. the stuff about Kruger. And honestly, like, he's the character that I should love the most in this movie, and I fucking hate him. Like, oh, he's, a, he's an idiot. I, I, I can't stand him. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's afraid of blood. He is... I, I You know what? The only thing that made me get through his scenes is, like, I'm imagining that he's Rob Liefeld. So <laughs> it's like... Oh, okay, Rob Liefeld's gonna get slashed up at the end of this. Yeah. Like, he's gonna well, do
4: a Levi's commercial and you know, and
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> the... then again I mean he's running Visionaries, it's, it's, it's Hopkins. Ron, and uh, the Defenders, so Yeah, yeah I do I well, do I mean, also
4: but... I really like the uh, the comic that he has, that he reads the comic of Night- the movie.
2: Nightmare from Hell,
4: yeah. Nightmare from Hell number thirteen, which I thought was a nice Friday the thirteenth uh, uh, kick there. Yeah. But Why not? Uh, yeah, this- <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. But uh, the, uh, but that, that was just uh, that's one of the like you said like uh, there's a lot of stuff that just kind of feels flat and rushed. That I thought was a clever scene of him pulling out the comic. He's just trying to just trying to reach stuff to stay awake. Yeah,
0: but the problem, problem is this... as
2: soon as he gets sucked in, all you can hear in your head is "Take on me." Yes, like, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, I, we... I'll, I'll grant you that.
4: I'm just saying is that. It's that scene at least makes sense because we all have comics. It was like, I don't remember buying this, you know, but it's like, well, I must own it. I have it here, you know, so. (laughs)
3: yeah. Well, the thing is, though, too, is that uh, Stephen Hopkins is it was a comic book guy and he was very visual and stuff. And people said, isn't isn't Mark's death kind of cheesy? He goes, but as a comic book guy, it's like, oh, it's the coolest thing ever. We should leave it (laughs) in. It's like but again, it was all truncated. Like I mean, his death was probably the least of the deaths that was cut down but it still was cut down and they're still like you know they had other ideas and how oh, let's do this and that, and they just you know ugh, it's well,
1: it, I felt the, it, the director was is... was trying to put style into it but he was all over the place but the writing was it was just shit yeah. Yeah. there well, was a that line the where words. they're like oh you know his mother hung herself but they never found the body You're <laughs> right yeah. what yeah. the no, hell does he that no. mean how do you, How do you, do you know that? she hung herself if there's no body? You know, it's just it's it, and it would have made sense if it was better written to where like it was like phantasm where it was all a dream. So there was weird things that didn't make sense. Like right, she right. hung herself, but there was no body. But I don't think that's what they were going for. I think they were trying to make yeah. a creepy yeah. story. And they just it, kind of screwed like, it up. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> sense. And the one thing that could have really made it interesting is when Mark brings up the possibility of terminating the, the pregnancy, and it goes nowhere. Like, they could have played with that just a little bit to give it a little bit of gravitas. And Yeah, and but I, how are you going
1: to get a scene at the abortionists over the – past the censor if they're cutting out other scenes, you know? That would – I mean, that would have been a great, you know, like – if well, she goes for the, the abortion and the, the doctrine of getting right killed, there, you know, by Freddy oh. to keep the baby alive well, exactly. or whatever. So
2: like, like wouldn't that have already made it more interesting? I mean, that's
1: Oh yeah, and it would have made it like politically charged to it would you know, like horror movies are supposed to be, you know, it would have been it, it, it might not have made a fine point like about <laughs> abortion or something like that. It doesn't like need that, to make a pushed, fine point, but you can use buttons. something
2: real as a thematic element for storytelling. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think horror yeah. movies should should push those buttons for right or wrong, mostly wrong because it's a horror movie. It's about you know. So why not go into the like horror of abortion or the you know or some something that just like. It would have probably got. I mean, if they're cutting out well, guard, that would. Well, but especially,
4: you know. but even even this, where we're already, you know, we're starting to get into Christian imagery with Amanda Krueger being, you know, a, a nun and all that, or a. a a sister. so it's like okay, you can talk about that stuff, and, and you can you've already kind of opened the door to discussing Christian morality when you've got you know a nun being forced to carry a baby that was, uh, you know, implanted in her by one of a hundred maniacs over you know a, a long weekend. So you're already kind of you know you're already touching on that.
2: Yeah, you're already in you the know? sketchy so- territory.
4: Right. So, I mean, it, 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 especially, and at this point, too, I mean, it's 1989. You know, this is, this is, you know, we're, we're, it's not like this is something we don't talk about in 1989. So, I, you know, you're right. I mean, Terry, you're right on the money. That would have been something to have more meat for the real world aspect of this, not just the genre aspect of this. But they're not interested in the real world aspect of this, which is, you know, why the characters are what they are. They're 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 here to give Alice somebody to talk to so that she's not just monologuing to the to the camera and there to to get shuffled around and get killed or get put into jeopardy.
1: Yeah, so, they're there to not believe her and then to believe her, you know, basically. Yeah, right. And, and I'd say that they're there to be cannon fodder. But like you
4: said, we only got three three kills. So there's not even a lot of cannon fodder. Yeah. You know, I mean, at least in, at least in a Friday the 13th movie, they'd they'd give us a dozen people getting wiped out. You know, so. Well,
2: I mean, <laughs> the nightmare movies never have high body counts. but right. it's, it's just if you can tell that they were going to hang their head on those those three deaths, and none of them are sp- particularly great. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, not Marx's, compared to the Marx's, last Marx's, movie for sure. No,
4: and and certainly not compared to three. I mean, Mark's yeah. Mark's death is really memorable. Because it's just so visually yeah. interesting, but you know that's but even but still part of but, that is
2: because we're comic book guys also. Yeah, but, so, it, but even that scene looks cheap. Okay, so right. they, they painted totally everything cheap. white. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. They're in a black and white. They're in an indie comic, but uh, and that and that's the other thing. The makeup in this is this is Freddy's look, and this is not good. I I do not I hate the makeup in this one. I don't know what it is. He's all he looks too clownish or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's just not what it's supposed to be. And like when he's in the water, why is he wearing a wetsuit version of the sweater? Just put the regular friggin' sweater on him. It look it pulls me out so fast. It's like
1: It's it's a careless movie. It's like they, they put a little thought into it stylistically. And I mean who who did when they when when she opened up the refrigerator and it was all full of like guts and stuff, who didn't think Pee Wee's yeah, playhouse
2: exactly you know? well, i mean I, and I it was like, like
1: cultural references and stuff like that but it was but as far as the story didn't make it it did it, 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 not only like i mean friday the 13th is like give us a bunch of teens that are assholes and That's, let's yes. watch them get killed i love watching that
2: but in nightmare on street you they gotta to be sympathetic like kids yeah,
1: yeah, they, 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 you, you can put plenty of like asshole parents into the movies, right? Well, and that, asshole- that's, well, that's the thing. I mean, in Friday
4: the Thirteenth, in the sequels, it's the kids' fault that they get killed. In the, 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 you know, the thesis of Nightmare is that it's the parents' fault. So we're supposed to be sympathetic, you know. We're we're, we're sympathetic to a point in a Friday the Thirteenth film with the good kids, you know, the one or two that are okay. Well, they didn't really do anything wrong, but the others, okay, they're they're all jerks. They get what they deserve,
1: you know. The, the parents are complicit way. in the whole thing. The parents, yeah. the parents know what's going on because they're complicit in the death of Freddy Krueger usually, and so you know when their kids are like, "Freddy Krueger is killing us," and they're like, "Oh, you're crazy," then they're being like. You know, insane hypocrite assholes. You know, in this one, the parents are just like not even, not even like blissfully unaware that their well, I, friends are like losing their other friends. Well, you know, their parents the, are in another world of just caricature.
2: Yeah. Well, I think we're past the original kids of the mur- murderers of, of uh, Freddie. Uh, now they,
1: it's just sort of like that town. You yeah. know.
2: It's just yep. you keep well, yeah, I mean, well, me, well, remember, me pu- when once Alice is pulled
3: in. Once Alice is pulled in, that opens up the door to all the new kids in four, because in four you don't have. I mean, it's it's because he kills Kincaid. I mean, Kincaid wasn't even. But he just happened to be in the insane asylum, yeah. and they kill you know and Kristen Joey, the last three. and Christian. Yeah, and once they're dead, which they are, what ten minutes into friggin' uh, four. Now it's only because Alice was pulled in and that's where Freddie's looking for new, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's an idea that's explored down later on. The uh, next you know, one, yeah. yeah, right. Next if one, what right. if no one, no, if no one fears him, there was one of the ideas um, there was a whole, there's a whole lot of stuff that happens when you look into how the stories get to where they are. Um, there were stories here of like, before it was dream child, it was like, you know, the Freddie rules kind of thing. And it was like all these different things that he was he was afraid of a vortex or some other stuff. Like it's this crazy stuff. And you're like, I mean, it seems like everyone had a nightmare on Elm street story in their back pocket. And if they didn't, they were crazy not to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and everyone's story was so out there, but I mean, I wish I was joking, but the, 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 original script for, for this movie, the only line that made it to the, to the new, new, the new version was, it's a boy. Oh, that was the only line. No, but, it was, but th- that was a line in a very different script that happened to make it here, and that's the only line that survived. And, okay, you know, I mean, again, things happen for a reason. And again, we had four weeks and whatever, but you wind up going through different writers, and that, then you submit an entire script, and that entire script is then, you know, got thrown out. Well, okay, so something at some point they're like, well, we kind of like that part of it. Let's put this with this, and like that doesn't fit. It's 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 really it's really a shame because I think what we get here is uh, a series of movies. And again, whether you like two or don't like two or whatever, two is it's its own animal.
2: I'll take two one, with three, the, and f- the dogs with human faces over this any day. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is, but like one, three, and four
3: build a universe, build a world that this one kind of is like. Eh, really care to keep going with that you know well, not that it's mean, this is, well
1: they want to do something with the kid but you yeah. don't really know what's going on like what, like i would have thought it would have been so much darker and pardon <coughs> <burn> me <coughs> like if i would have been it up so much more Christmas awesome there, if well, the right. kid was actually freddie's kid if freddie somehow managed to you know create a child with this woman in the dreams And it was Freddy's kid, but she's still, you know, it's half her kid, so the kid, you know, you could play that thing like maybe this kid will be the next Freddy or maybe this kid will be the next Freddy fighter or whatever, but they make it so unclear.
4: But the thing there is what what you're (laughs) suggesting would also create a, you know, a a narrative – um, as george lucas would say it would rhyme because freddy was created out of was born out of rape and if kruger got into alice's brain and then somehow impregnated her it would be a pimp, the child born out of rape right so what you're seg- okay. suggesting is entirely too intelligent for this film right, I right.
1: say like, like that the reason yeah. why
4: this that the reason why this film is what it is is that one of the screenwriters read an article that said, oh, did you know that children in the womb spend up to eighty percent of their time in a dream state? Yes. And said, "Holy
2: crap, yes. we
4: can make a Nightmare on Elm Street movie yes, based on can, that." Yes, you can, and you could have yeah. done a lot of <laughs> well,
2: stuff with it, but not this. I know, oh, well,
4: but it's like that—that's the—that's the only hook. That's the only thing they have. It's like, oh, we'll make her pregnant, and her kid is dreaming, and that's how the nightmares happen. Well, that's the thing.
2: And you could have played with that even more. I mean, you could have had the whole movie with her not realizing if if she was awake or asleep or what was going on. Because you don't yeah. have to be a friggin' rocket scientist to figure out it, clearly it's the baby dreaming. Like Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> well, the thing that even with that is like, okay, so the baby is dreaming, which lets Freddy in. And with her powers, she pulls people in, right? So right. that makes right. sense. I can buy that. But even then... Like Dan's death, it's like what actually happened? Is he asleep the whole time behind the wheel and all this crazy the 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 crazy shit is happening to him in the dream, and then he just he he just wakes up at the end and dies in the crash?
2: Yeah, apparently. it's like
4: that, yeah, it's like okay, I get that, but how long was he asleep and just oh. driving and not hitting anything? Well, I mean, dream you're... time.
2: Dream time is different, man. To have an exceptionally straight
4: patch of road, you know, in order to do <laughs> that. Well, he might have. You know, so, he
2: might have only I always say, off right before safety. he hit the truck.
4: Right, but so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, could he have had the whole dream in there? Because normally, time uh, in, in the nightmare films that we've seen, time doesn't, um, let me trying to say, it's real time in the dream. So as long as right. whoever is asleep, it's the same time that they're in the real world waiting for the alarm to go off to wake them up. So now it's changed. It's like, okay, well, I understand Freddy's powers change. We've covered that, but I'm, I'm, that is just stuff like that. Like I say, it's just careless. It's like, well, you know, the last one made a bucket of money. This one will make a bucket of money, too. So whatever. We'll just get something mm-hmm. out there. This sounds good. You know, kids, kids baby's dream. It's perfect, you know. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, a lot of it came from the the producer, and she was the producer on the on the last couple of them. Um, she was, again, she had a baby, and she was very obsessed with motherhood and all this stuff. And like I said, she really believed her child was the devil because they never slept and never ate. And she there was all that kind of going on there. And, and then, of course, you know, like you said, somebody probably read an article and said, "Hey, it's like well, we could tie those together." But again, remember that was pro- that may not have been in the original script. Right. That might have been something they said. Well, let's do this, and that's yeah, part of the problem too.
1: Kids like it, uh, a full-grown adult and in rehab right now because he's been like, yeah. Even before I was born, they were basing Freddy Krueger movies on me. Yeah, well, <laughs> such an asshole. I'm well, sorry, every time,
4: every time you say that the producer thought her child was the devil, I think of Grandpa Simpson in the monorail. were you sent here by the devil? No, good <laughs> sir, I'm on the level. On the level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is there oh, a chance that the track will bend? Not in their life, my Hindu friend. Thank you.
2: Uh, <laughs> and that kid shows up all over the place. He's the kid talking about Velociraptors and Jurassic Park. Yep, he that still, is. He still, uh... looks, he still looks like that it's creepy
3: well dude it's bad He he's on the he's in he's in never sleep again and he comes out and he just looks like and he has like a like a, like a little bit of a beard going on and stuff he just looks like oh you still look exactly the same yeah. like he's not like it's not like it's not like 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 okay how about ricky schroeder from silver spoons you know like you're like oh, okay i see him and then you, he got older you're like all right it's that kid. It's that kid. Now he's grown up. It looks like an adult version of the same kid. This looks like just someone added a little water. Like you know, whoop, he pumped up. You know, he yeah. looks like a plumper version of the exact same thing. He ain't no taller. He ain't no bigger. Same bug eyes.
2: Peyton Manning fetus head still. <laughs> he does. Especially. He does. I don't want to say it. Uh,
4: <laughs> don't want to say it, but we're all thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Think a fetus is. the, the, the Freddie. I was gonna the say fetus so. Fetus puppet isn't that great. Uh-huh. No. and the, the
4: whole, and the There's ending sure. I mean, I, I really like, wrong. yeah, I mean the, 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 the fight at the beginning is kind of a rehash of the fight at the end from 4, and then the fight at the end, it's labyrinth. I, I like yeah, well, it's Labyrinth, it's the whole MC Escher thing, but it's a rehash again, and it's like it's a good, apparently they were playing like the King of Fighters because, you know, they called in the striker with Amanda Krueger. you know they hit yeah. uh, <laughs> strong punch and weak yeah. punch at the same time to bring in the striker to, to finish off the fight, you know so it's like, yeah, it's just—I mean, after the last one, which got a lot of mileage out of those scenes of uh, of uh, Alice and Freddy in in combat in Mortal Kombat, for lack of a better term they, they're, they just don't—they're just boring. There's nothing exciting about them. And even the MC Escher stuff, like you said, Labyrinth did it like two years earlier and did it better. Mm-hmm, so yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, okay, somebody watched Labyrinth. All right, that's
1: fine. Well, it's like there's so many interesting things that they like came so close to pursuing or 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 they they did but could have pursued like the fact that like freddie took all her friends and fed them to the baby you know yeah shoved them down the umbilical cord into the baby you know that that could be really that could be developed into something interesting but it goes nowhere you know it's not acknowledged (laughs) or anything and it's like (laughs) Well, you is know, are your friends she, all like, still alive in your baby, or what's going on? I, it doesn't, you well, know, she, it's not, know. put into
3: that. Right, but she did. She says, uh, he's stealing their souls. Okay. And then <laughs> the scene's over. It's like, right. she's like, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. There, I, there, I said you, it. There, I said it. It's Sorry, like Booker, I'm just saying it's it. Like,
4: like, it's like Booker T with the two Sin cars. It's like one of them kung fu movies where the one dude steals the
3: other dude's soul. You know what I'm talking about, Cole? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but dude, that's <laughs> what it is. So she slides. She goes, he's stealing the soul, and then, and, and you know what? Uh, uh, Yvonne is like, uh, she's like, she's like, Stop talking this crazy stuff. Like, I feel it any minute. Like, you remember? Remember how? Remember how? Uh, Renny Harlan and uh, felt that um, oh, what's her name? The 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 um, the one who basically was playing Lisa Turtle yeah. in the in part four, right? Yeah. How she wasn't black enough. Well, they were yeah. like, we're gonna make sure. She's going to talk like she's black enough. And she's like on the swim team and a diver. Yeah. Like, you know, she's you know, not you're, just
4: like. Your traditional urban sports, you know.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, and let's be honest not... here. No black woman that puts that much amount of time into her hair is ever getting it wet.
3: <laughs>
2: not without a hairnet,
3: yeah. Exactly. Well, the thing is, yeah, it's. A I should say, not a hairnet. <laughs> yeah. Greta, Greta can't go swimming because she can't get her hair, get ruin her hair. Meanwhile, the one who clearly spent oh, way longer yeah. <laughs> jump in. <laughs> so.
4: Well, uh, and, and even then, you talk about the carelessness with with Greta. It's like, oh, she's got a bunch of porcelain dolls, and then they bring back the porcelain doll thing when because, you know, uh, Mark had some, some super crush on her. It's like, okay, I mean, the the, the the girl who's supposed to be perfect has porcelain dolls. We get it, you know? We've all been there. You know, I dated a girl in high school that had really creepy porcelain mess on the wall in her bedroom. I'm not gonna lie, it
1: freaked me out every single time. So, hey, at least on the at uh, the first time, I went into one of my girlfriend's bedrooms for the first time and was looking at her books, and the first book I saw was The Poisoner's Handbook.
0: Oh
3: Christ! <laughs> Jesus. Oh, well, there you go. So, you know. Okay, so you know, like like Gre- the Greta's death scene what's cut is Freddie force feeding her guts to her. That's what they cut out. Yeah. Uh, You barely get a hint of it. Right. Well, I'm thinking like when you see the extended scene, I mean, he is just feeding her all her guts, (laughs) you know, kind of thing. Um, but what happens is she, uh, the blood starts spreading everywhere. And then they force, he's forcing her to eat all her, you know, innards and stuff like that. um, so he says, "You are what you eat, right?" And he and, and she looks down and realizes that all her guts are the mush that she's been eating. So uh, supposedly, this explains why Greta's doll in Mark's dream is bleeding from its torso, right? When 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 the doll falls and uh, all this whatever. Um, I mean, I I don't know if that makes. I mean, again, it's cut, so maybe that makes more sense. But I don't think that would have saved it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, it it's still. On the nose, sometime, you know.
1: Better, uh, better writing would have saved it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, but we don't have better writing, so. No. Yeah, if you're not <laughs> going to have the better writing, then you should have left those effect sequences mm-hmm. in, so that there's something to glom onto.
1: Some, yeah. Something over the top, at least. Well,
2: I
4: mean, I think it. I think it's pretty telling that after after New Line, you know, The House of Freddy built had a, two big hits in a row, made a lot of money. Suddenly, after this one, like, oh, we need to find a way to end this series. You know that, that that became the immediate need for New Line, the company which would not exist if not for Freddy Krueger. Yeah. That 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 was how be- how poor the critical and commercial response to uh, Dream Child was. You know, say whether you know, I mean, whatever the, the relative merits of the film, notwithstanding, you know, that was the end result. The end result was that to New Line it was such a disaster they had to end it.
3: You know. Yeah. I mean, it it only made twenty two point one million. Uh, which is way down from the other ones. I mean it's just kind of crazy to think about um, I mean again you can't count Freddy versus Jason cuz you got to throw that out, you know what I'm saying? Like but when you look at it um this was except for I mean where is it? I'm looking here. This made 22 just under 22.2 million. The only one that made less money than this one this movie was West Craven's New Nightmare, which is a really good movie. Yeah. But, but it just all, didn't but make also, any money.
4: Yeah. But that different that wouldn't make money for a different reason though. That we'll, we'll find yeah. we'll see that when we get to that that that's yeah. that nobody nobody knew what the hell to expect with that movie. But yeah, so it's like, you know, that they're this was their cash cow and suddenly, you know, the they you know, you you said um uh you said yourself, you know, Jay, you got to hit get it while it's raw, strike while the iron's hot. That's what they're doing. You know, they they're trying to get these out there and get them done because they're they're making money and they're selling they're selling tickets and they're selling merch. And then you know, once the bottom falls out, I was like, "Well, shit, pull the plug," you know.
2: Yeah.
4: I mean that that it's, I mean it, we, you know we we've often talked about something being both commercial and artistic. At this point, if it's the fifth sequel, it's probably commercial, you know. Yeah, so, there's not much
1: artistic going on at this point.
4: And certainly yeah. not in this film. The proof is certainly uh, not in the pudding, as it are as it was <laughs> in this. And Greta's there is there, not right? a lot of, of artistic. I, I like that. There's what is like a blue filter over a lot of scenes for no discernible reason. I thought that was uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> using, using the cobalt
0: choice,
2: blue yeah. filter before it became on Vogue about fifteen years yeah. ago. Hmm.
4: They don't you see they, they didn't do the other side. You got to pump up the blue level and the orange level. That's how you make movies in Hollywood nowadays. You know. Oh
2: yeah, and so. <laughs> shoot them in uh, Romania and uh, Czech Republic, and, you know, save What out.
4: was what was the movie that? Um, that uh that um oh the Bruce Campbell made where they were filming it in Sofia Bulgaria and they were gonna have a man, man with two not the man with two brains the man with the screaming brains the man with the screaming brains the screaming brains
3: brain.
2: and they
4: got Scream there and he said that's you know what this this looks really cool why don't we just have the movie set in Sofia Bulgaria you know <laughs> yeah no I always thought that was clever i mean yeah. whatever anyway, works. that that's that's totally unrelated
3: <laughs> yeah
4: i feel like oh, uh, john cleese in uh the uh, the um, dead parrot sketch and now it's completely different. I'm sorry, that's completely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. much but, like much, mean, a, much like most of this film, you know, it's like uh, yeah. to, to to you know to, to reference Misty. This film is like you know when you get a, a, a small package and a giant box and there's mm. a lot of foam peanuts. Yeah. Mm. This uh, film has many foam peanuts.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, a I thought you were going in a whole different direction than a packaging crate. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, a series oh. that I that I love dearly, and this this one is the one that I have watched the least. Just for all yeah, I mean,
4: reasons. I the, you know, well, you know, you, you talked about um, way early in the show. You talked about Dan's uh, death and the bike and all that. I have this on. Um, I got these at Walmart a couple of years ago. They have the double feature uh, sets of these, yeah. the two disc sets, and. Uh, I don't know that this is any different, but there is more footage in in that I remember ever seeing before in Dan's death, including the bit where they they have the close up of his leg on the you know his his foot and stuff on the footrest, and you yeah. see the, the the needle point come up and jab right into his calf. I don't ever remember seeing that before, so I don't um, know I
2: if like, even... the version. I, I think that had the close up of his calf.
4: Yeah, but, it, but does that, does some yeah. of the stuff that some of the stuff that I was reading as being the stuff that was cut is in there in the copy I have? So right, and I okay. was reading so that what ha- on the wiki that they were putting that some of it has shown back up in new cuts hmm. or new yes. re- new releases. Yeah, so what's happening is you probably uh, know more about this than
3: I do. So yeah, well, I'm just saying the uh, the, the remember, remember the old tapes they, we had them all I had them all on tape. I right? have
4: that and, sitting in my garage right now. Yes.
3: Yes. Um, I bet that those versions are probably close to or almost exactly whatever's on the DVD because what happened was that when they when they put them out, they put out a, the, the tapes. They had reincluded some of those cut footage and scenes. The problem was some of the cut – that, that's the stuff they had edited, And but there's more to each one of them that never got cleaned up, completely fixed and whatever that right. will never make it in there unless they would take it and digitally go back and re-edit it. And there's no call for that because no one's like, oh, you got to have this done. Um, and that's part of the problem. Is whatever the set is that Walmart, the, the the doubles that Walmart puts out, those were the discs. Those were the those were the later set of discs where you can buy them all. You can buy a whole set of this movie, these movies yeah. all together. Um, I bet you it's the same cut that the Blu-rays have. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because because yep. about the same time. When when you watch Never Sleep Again, you'll see some of that cut footage that has never been restored. Um, and then little bits of it are the stuff that they actually had. Because remember, the sensors got there, I and they, 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 they sent a rough cut to the sensors, the sensors cut it, they sent it back, cleaned up, and the sensors cut it again.
4: Well, this like, was also the only Nightmare film to immediately receive an X from the MPAA yes. on its first cut. All the others you know, were trimmed, uh. but n- never got such a graphic uh, uh, rating from the MPAA. I mean yeah. and it, especially by the late 80s the the MTA was not giving X ratings a lot at that time X oh, was man. honestly out
2: I have to go track down this footage now and I have never sleep again so I must have seen it and just not remembered it
3: Yeah I mean I'm saying is I mean they they don't show everything in there but they show a bunch of it and to give this movie an X rating I mean I get it like you know are they they're so worried about like the I don't know what was it was the same sh- it was the same crap with like EC Comics ruining kids moral and moral panic same, it, more yeah, it's all that stupid shit that it constantly...
4: Uh, I wh- didn't, didn't I was gonna say didn't um it's a little bit later but didn't J- didn't Jason goes to Hell also get an X for similar uh, upon initial but uh, with uh, Friday the girl eight. Gonna, Friday
3: uh, Friday Eight
4: oh no that's right yeah, the yeah Jason takes Manhattan goes the same boat it got an X initially and, it, and then got cut to ribbons
3: and got cut to ribbons and then what yeah. happened was Jason goes to Hell they sent the, they sent the uncut version that they knew there's no way they're getting through and the MPA goes are you kidding and they said it's fine we'll cut it down but this movie's really going to be released this way and they they purposely and that was how they marketed it they said uh, you know i mean it came out they're like look this movie's edited down we're going to release the unrated cut like they flat out told you when the movie came out this movie's not the movie we want to put out. The movie we're putting out is going to be the unrated cut right on the DV, on D V D or VHS DVDs, the time. Yeah. And what happened was on pay-per-view, uh, you guys remember, you know, like like when they used to show like yep. pay per view would be showing one movie over and over again. When Jason Goes to Hell came on, it was the big hype that pay per view had the uncut version. And it's like two or three minutes longer. But they totally marketed it that way. Like we know they're cutting this down. The MPA's taking this from us. That's the, the giving and well, rating
4: – I mean, that's no different than I mean Rob Zombie did that with House of Thousand Corpses. The original trailer yes. for that said the MPA doesn't want this movie to be released.
3: Yes. You know? And yes. that was in that was in two thousand for crying out. They were still yeah. using that, well, that right. What I'm saying is but like but the, to think about the stuff in House of Thousand Corpses compared to any of the stuff here, like we're not even talking about the same level of like yeah. I mean I the footage. I mean, is it is it disgusting to watch Greta get her stomach fed to her? Probably to some people, but again, it's so over the top dream stuff. No one's like, oh god, that could really happen. No, <laughs> no, we can't. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think that's one of the things too. Uh, what was it? Uh, was it demons? Where all the demons bleed green. Is that the one where they're in, they're in the movie Demons? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Demona. Okay, they're yeah. in the movie theater. Demona, yeah, and 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 then Demons Two is when they're they're in the the, the high-rise apartment rise. building. Yeah, right? yeah, but they don't bleed red; they all bleed green, and so nothing has to get cut because they're not bleeding; they're just pussing out or whatever is yeah. green. Hey, but hey, could, could they have done that here? Yeah, but that's not what this is about. Like you know, what I'm saying like yeah, there's ways to get around getting that X, but there's no reason for an X rating here. I mean, there's nothing pornographic, and I think that's part of the problem. The X rating, everyone thinks X rating just means pornographic, of course, you know, like hardcore sex and stuff. There's certainly no hardcore sex here. There's the most untitillating sex scene ever, uh, mm-hmm. maybe in the beginning, um, you know, but hey, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, So, I don't know. There were kills that were allowed in other earlier films that – it seems like the MPA is kind of punishing them for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you remember, remember, remember the Prowler or Rosemary's Killer, or whatever you know, whatever you want to go by. Yep. That I don't, know if if the Christians have seen that. I that was Savini's the, Okay. Um. The the guy wears like, a, it's, like it's a it's a it's um, like a gas mask yes, and a helmet. Yes, yes. It's not, yeah. And I mean, he he kills the girl in the shower. Whatever. I mean, you he know. He kicks the girl in the it, face in the pool. That was the part I always yes. loved.
4: Yeah, watch, watching that, watching that with my friend Adam. He goes, oh, man, she left herself wide open. So kicking the faceable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I'm saying like, that's a movie that came much earlier, right? And you see what got by this thing. Because, I mean, I've seen the unrated version, and you realize the unrated version, like, when they had to restore footage back in the day before all that stuff. You could see where what they got away with was really harsh. So was it that, you know, after years of Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and all these other movies getting away with this stuff – that they finally were like, well, maybe we should give these movies X's because what? Da- <sighs> okay.
4: Well, like, you know it. The, the thing is, the, all that, it, all that it, having been said, and all this footage and all that that exists, it, it doesn't matter if this was the most gruesome entry in the series. It still yeah. would suck. It would still yeah, suck it, because the story is is terrible. And and it's and again, I, and I don't mean I'm not besmirching Friday the Thirteenth, but you know Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, those all the kills being cut damages that film in a way that is hard to recover from, but could have recovered from if those kills were in there because it's a Friday the 13th movie. This one requires to have some story, and the story we have is nonsense. So it doesn't matter how pretty the effects would have been if the story is crap. And that, that's ultimately why this one, I think, one of the reasons why, you know, we talked about how uh, TNT and or TBS, and more before they were a comedy format, would show the Dream Master all the time in primetime when yeah. I was in high school and college. This one was never shown because people wouldn't turn it on. <laughs> or if they did, they would turn it off. I'm being serious. It's not going to drive eyeballs to the ad revenue. So why, as a, as a television programmer, are you going to put it on, you know? And it, and it's it's just it just and, and especially on television where we you're cutting to commercial every seven minutes, it's not going to make any damn sense. You know, and I, I this is a hard this movie was hard enough to stick through on DVD. Yeah, you it was, know, huh. so it's it's just not good, and and it's unfortunate because it had a you know we had two really damn good ones in a row plus the first one of course, and now we get a, just an absolute dog of a movie. So it's 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 hard. It's it's like you said, Chris. You had a lot of affection for the series, but this is just this is just not
2: good. You yeah, know, this is yeah. This is more of the black shape of the of the series to me than than part two is. It's
4: like the it's like the retro Puppet Master of the group here. You
2: know? uh, oh, oh, that's what Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: no, no, God. no, no. That that's Puppet Master versus demonic, demonic toys, toys that, right, right. That right. one actually doesn't even count. Charles Bandit said that that he since that was not he had nothing to do with it. It doesn't count. So. All right. But anyway, Full Moon notwithstanding, and Sci-Fi Channel notwithstanding, yeah, this was uh, this was. I, I was hoping to be like pleasantly surprised, and I wasn't. So,
3: yeah. So, uh, just quick, some quick facts, little, little things. The laugh, obviously, heard at the end, right before the credits roll. We all recognize that from Michael Jackson's Thriller, of yeah. course. Uh, you know, not, not, not even trying to hide it. Not um, Supposedly, yeah, no. Supposedly, Stephen King and Frank Miller were offered the job of writing and/or directing this movie, and they turned it down. Oh, good for them. Uh, you know. Yeah. They were like, yeah, no. Um, what was well, Fra-
4: uh, what I'll say? It? Right around this time, Frank Miller wrote RoboCop two, didn't he? It was a uh, eighty? 80- I was around here, wasn't it? That
2: yeah, would have been about the did time he
4: yeah. RoboCop two. He did he, he, Rob- did he do RoboCop 3? Stephen, Stephen RoboCop King could too, do
1: yeah. something with a nightmare. I thought, on I thought Frank
3: Street. Miller wrote both of the RoboCop sequels, or at least initially. Initial I know. Initial he. Sequels. I know. He. He. He, he directed three. Uh, no, not not him. Yeah, who who directed three? And they, um, Fred Decker directed yeah, three. Fred Decker. And that yeah. got Fred Decker pretty much blackballed out of Hollywood, which was awesome. Because you make two really good movies, and then you make one bad one, and people are like, "Ah, oh, you suck." Well, you know,
2: thirteen. What are you expecting? You know? No, no, no. I'm I'm not.
3: I'm not bashing uh, uh, Fred Decker I, oh, I love Fred not. Decker I think. I mean, Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps. Dude, yeah, that's your first two movies. I mean, that's like Neil Marshall. He comes out of the gate with Dog Soldiers and Descent. Whatever <laughs> else you make, dude, fine. You I know, really like Doomsday. <laughs> so. yeah. Right, what I'm saying is, like, he made Centurion and Doomsday, you know, kind of thing. Um, but Frank, I, I think Frank Miller, I mean, he, I mean, Frank well, all Miller was... Say, i
4: saying is that this, yeah. this was the point when Miller was breaking yeah. in, was doing work in Hollywood, so I, I could yes, see
2: yes. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Speaking of the comic book connection, this this movie is the jump-off point for the Innovation innovation Comics series. It follows Alice and Jacob.
4: Mm, yeah. And
2: yeah, nobody remembers that series. You know why? Because it oh. sucked. The covers were nice, though. Yeah, they,
4: they've done a few uh, Nightmare and Elm Street comic series. None of them have really lasted. The one I remember best was when DC Wildstorm had it in the late 2000s. Uh, they did some interesting stuff with, like, a Mayan dream god and all the nerds getting together trying to summon Freddy to kill the guys that were tormenting them and stuff like that. That sounds like so. one of the
2: early treatments for uh, Freddy vs. Jason.
4: Yeah, it does, doesn't it?
2: Yeah.
4: Well, one other thing I do want to mention about this um, is that, uh, pre, again, after the success of the soundtracks for 3 and 4, they did release a soundtrack filled with pop music and stuff on here only really of note to me because of my fandom is Bruce Dickinson's performance of Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter yep which was the original recording of this song would get re-recorded by
2: Iron uh, Maiden because Steve Harris by by Iron wanted Maiden. it <laughs>
4: <laughs> right it, well, it would get Steve Harris liked it so it would it would become the um, kind of the, the best known track off of um, the their album from 1990 No Prayer for the Dying Uh, Which was um, after right that was when Yannick Gares joined as the guitarist after Adrian Smith left. So uh, it's funny because Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter won the Razzie for worst original song. And it's like, I don't like the Razzies to begin with, but it's like, what's your fucking problem with Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter? That's a good song. It's I don't really know. So I don't know what team. the. So it's just like, oh, okay. Well, we're just gonna we're just gonna pick on the movie because it won worst picture, I think, also. So yeah. yeah. But it's like, okay, bring your daughter to the slaughter is a good song. That's unfortunately the only real song I like on the, <laughs> heaven in the back seat by Romeo's daughter. You know, but uh, that that that's the one everybody remembers from Nightmare Five is bring your daughter to the slaughter. If they even remember that, which oh. is you know, it depends on your level of Iron Maiden fandom. I would say. Well, and since I literally went to see Iron Maiden Friday night as we're recording this, I'm pretty much a big Maiden fan.
3: So. <laughs> so, we were talking about screenplays, right? So, okay, so the original screenplay was John Skip and Craig Spector. Now, they came off of four.
4: Oh, that's still his um, brother, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, the only thing that was retained, of course, is the It's, it's a Boy, right? So um, then they brought in Leslie Boehm. Uh, and then of that script only about half of that made it anywhere because then they brought in William wisher jr and David j Scroll. and now david's David j scroll he becomes much more important as the series go on he becomes other things in there they did further rewrites and the final screenplay was put together the day of sh- the day shooting began oh, by michael de Luca, right so think about that you have the poster the when we were talking about with the the ball and the 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 the, the, the crystal ball and the um the, the, the car, the um the baby carriage and stuff. Thank you. And all that stuff, right? That's all done. They don't have a script until the day they start shooting. <laughs> How in the world is this going to be a coherent story and make sense? Like, you have a date, and we have to have this movie out, and it has to do this, and it has to, has to, has to. How is it going to be anything but a friggin hot mess walking out there, you know? Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, I just say, I I knew it. I knew I'd seen it somewhere, that all the different names. Um, and the, the executive producer who was uh, focused on being a mother was Sarah Risher, R-I-S-C-H-E-R. R-I-S-H-E-R. So she can now have that. Um, and, and then uh, what's funny, actually. If she's uh, listening Eric, out there, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, please write in. We'd like to hear from you. Yeah. Um, now, uh, this, I, I saw this came up. Eric Singer, the former drummer from Alice Cooper and Black Sabbath, yep. uh, Badlands and uh, Kiss. Makes a cameo as one of the band members on the TV show. On so the does Ted Nugent, isn't it? Yes, I think so. I, I I don't have that in front of me. I just saw that one. I I, th- I thought you guys would appreciate that. So let's see
4: if they got but, him here on the the wiki. I don't think they do. But yeah, it's Ted Nugent yeah. there. He's right in front. You know, it's like Ted. <laughs> You'd, you you would have thought it would have been Bruce Dickinson, but yeah. no. <laughs>
2: you would have thought. Yeah, <laughs> no, not going to so, do. Like
4: I said, it, it's, okay. it's just it's it's not Dick Cavett either. I can tell you that right now.
3: <laughs> so so Sarah Risher, right? And I she's, she's the executive producer, right? We just had the idea. Of the, the she pitched this idea as part three. Oh Christ!
2: Hmm. Yeah. Well,
4: would it have been what Nancy's kid then? I guess. Or?
3: Oh wait. Well, so here's, so yeah. She went in and she and she was pregnant at the time, and she said the picture of uh picture Freddie clawing his way out of the womb. Oh no, see that. And no, no one liked it. Yeah, but no one liked it. They're like,
4: nope. That's like a million right. times better than this, and that's just like literally yes. just one sentence.
3: I, I understand. <laughs> so what happens, of course, and then they get the hot nightmare five. They go, hey, remember you wanted to have Freddy to have a baby? Well, what if you? Let, what if it was Alice was the mom? Like, what? That's not what she suggested. There was no Alice. There was no yeah. nothing. There was <laughs> there was no. There wasn't even a Kristen Kincaid, Joey. None of them. They didn't <laughs> exist yet. Oh, anyway sorry I, I i feel like we're beating a dead horse but sometimes that happens uh i guess it's better than being a dead whore uh no, no, so no, uh no. You See, know, now, yeah
4: you, you talk about frank miller writing
3: this oh well that would be being it yeah he would be a dead i whore.
4: mean with 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 uh. rape and whores and, and and crazy people it's like oh this would have just been you know it's is every every miller comic
1: since 1990 just on steroids <laughs> Wait, it know, so. would have been interesting
4: at least it, like, yes Ways. it would have been yeah yeah
1: it would have been a hotter mess. Stephen King could have done something really good with it.
2: Stephen Poor Stephen King does not need Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street would have needed Stephen King.
1: You no, know, but thing, at the same time, having, Stephen King made Maximum Overdrive, so...
2: And I think he had, in, well, he doesn't remember so. making it, so I guess it really doesn't count. Yeah. Well, you know what, though?
4: If if Stephen King had done it, it would have answered the question as to where exactly Springwood is located, because it would have been in Maine.
2: Yes. That's true. Yeah. This pumpkins in Maine.
4: Uh, yeah, you know. Hey, you know, it's it's summer in Maine. It gets warm, I guess.
2: Yeah, can't <laughs> get there from here.
4: Can't get there from here. Uh, well, you, you all float down. You all float down here.
2: <laughs> I know. Pennywise <laughs> sounds like that <laughs> in the movie. That would be amazing.
3: Could you? I'll tell you right now. That'll change. That would definitely change the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> if Pennywise comes out like, oh, y'all, done? yeah." Well, you
4: know, unfortunately, uh, you know, Phil Hartman not here to play Pennywise because that would have been perfect. Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: Or Fred Gwynn.
2: Fred Gwynn.
3: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Oh, it's horrible.
4: See, that is a better idea than the movie we just talked about.
3: It's okay. I'll be honest with you. As bad as this one is, to me, the next one's worse. So. (laughs) Like I said, I'm, I'm
4: just. I'm just hoping, like I said, I, I hope to be pleasantly surprised with uh, Dream Child. I was not. I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised because I don't have good memories of Freddy's dead. But I, I guess we will see what we will see with that because, yeah, it, it's it, it, going to have an uphill climb. It. it does have the coop. But and for everybody every Alice
2: Cooper, it's also got a Roseanne and a Tom Arnold, so. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: got funny stories about all those different things. We'll save them for that episode. There are right. funny stories about all oh, that. Everybody was so, Alice Cooper. Uh, yes. yeah, the well, only
1: thing I remember about Freddy's Dead is it was supposed to be the last movie, and then it made a shitload of money.
3: It didn't make it that much money. Yeah, it made more money than this did, but it didn't make that much money. Yeah, it was so, it did not
2: save the it, franchise. It,
3: hmm. Well, no, because think about it. I mean, it, it took it took Wes Craven thinking like, oh, we could make a new nightmare. Like, well, though not just say Wes Craven, the uh, Robert Shea went to Wes Craven and said, hey, you know what do you think of this? Like, and, and when you get to new nightmare, which made the least money of every one of these movies, you're like, this is probably the best concept we've seen since th- You know, this I mean, is the best four. concept since three. Yeah. Well, I mean, four, four is fine. I mean, I, I'm, I like four, but I'm saying, but like concept wise, new nightmares on a level of concept with, Way above the other stuff, you know? So
1: I've been waiting to work through all the movies to watch New Nightmare, but I wanted to watch it when it came out. I actually wanted to go see that, and I'm like, I haven't seen three, four, five, and six.
2: Yeah, and well, seven. Been, well, we'll get you there. You didn't need to. We'll get yeah, 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 eventually.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
2: right around the corner.
1: I'm heading towards it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Any last thoughts? Don't dream and drive. I think I know what they are. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah don't dream and drive. Don't dream and oh. drive,
4: and, and as I said, remember, always have a nice, long, straight stretch of road before you fall asleep at the wheel.
1: So, Yeah. Yep, I mean, haven't any of these kids ever heard of crystal meth?
2: <laughs> okay, on that note, <laughs>
1: Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street <laughs> 10, Breaking Bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, Dr. White, you got it. Science, yeah! <laughs>
1: Brian Cranston would probably be a pretty good Freddy Krueger. He thought. played hey, did he he played a good Zordon. Yes, I did. guess um I guess I I did, didn't read the article cuz it looked clickbaity but I guess uh Robert Englund's going around to conventions pitching his idea for a new Robert Englund Freddy movie. Do
4: it. Uh, it's called Freddy gets a paycheck. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. well, I'd like Freddy to put the makeup on one more time. And I killed the conversation. All right, show's over. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
3: And <laughs>
2: scene. back.